Hi there, folks. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and you are watching or listening to the Bedatitudes podcast. That's the Bedatitudes based on my book, Bedatitudes, Eight Ways to Be an Awesome Dad. We're going to be exploring fatherhood, Catholic fatherhood in particular, in this podcast, and I hope that you'll become a regular listener. This is our inaugural podcast, and today I wanted to kick things off by just looking at the question, what is fatherhood? I think most of us think that fatherhood is having kids, <laughs> but it's broader than that. And St. John Paul's Theology of the Body really gives us some insights on what this means, because he makes the case that all men are called to fatherhood, just like all women are called to motherhood of one kind or another. And that can get people's backs up in some ways because we think that it's limiting. Um, we think that it forces us into certain um, pathways. But let me talk about what it, what's, what it really means and how it's actually very liberating. Because the thing is, you know, we have a tendency to think of spiritual fatherhood. Maybe some of you have heard that phrase, um, spiritual fatherhood or spiritual motherhood. And we kind of think of it as the also-ran. You know, if you can't have kids or if you choose not to have kids, and for example, you enter into the priesthood or religious life, then you pursue spiritual motherhood or fatherhood. But actually, because every man is called to fatherhood, spiritual fatherhood is actually our primary call. Our kids are called, are, are called to spiritual fatherhood and motherhood. Well, so what is fatherhood and motherhood then? It's the commitment to work for the ultimate good, to, to nurture, to foster the, the full development and integration of everybody that I come in contact with, to use all of my gifts, all of my abilities, all of myself, my body, everything I have, everything God's given me, to foster the full development and growth and integration of every person I encounter. Now, I'm going to be doing that at every stage of my life. That, that's what it's called to be a healthy Christian person. That's, that's what Christian discipleship is really all about. Because that's what God does to us, right? God loves us so much, he gives us his grace to foster our full development, our full healthy integration, our, to foster our flourishing as human persons. That's why we call God Father, even though he doesn't have a body. Because his, he enters into the world through Jesus Christ, and he fosters our, and nurtures us. Now, when St. John Paul talked about spiritual, the, sorry, the feminine genius, you know, there's a lot of confusion about what that means. And if you haven't heard that phrase, he talks about it in, in Mulieristic Mutatum and in his Theology of the Body. The feminine genius, you know, a woman has to work hard to ignore her call to motherhood. Even if she never has children, she still has to, she, it's hard to ignore it. Where men have an easier time ignoring that call. We can focus on doing things and, and working on projects and getting stuff done. And so we, in many ways, have to look to women to discover our basic call to be, to experience this fatherhood that is at the, 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 the root of, of what it means to be a human being and a man. And so fatherhood is really all about 
whatever state we are in life, using everything we've been given to be like our Heavenly Father and to foster the integration, the development, the the full flourishing of everybody we come in contact with. How do we do that? I mean, that's a big job, right? And we're all learning. You know, um, I don't, you know, I, I have the degrees and I have the reputation, but honestly, I'm, I'm learning on the job just like the rest of us, you know? So the fact is, none of us know what we're doing and we're figuring it out as we go and God is leading us step by step. But we do need a blueprint to figure out how to be fathers, whether we haven't had children yet and we're still working out our spiritual fatherhood or we have had children and now we are taking that spiritual fatherhood and letting it take on flesh and letting it be that physical relationship with our kids. Whichever way it is, we need a blueprint for that. What is the blueprint we can turn to? You know, because there are a lot of different ways to be a dad and lots of different models to be a dad and, and even lots of different ideas about what it means to be a Catholic dad. And I don't mean to set myself up to say, I have the way to do this. This is just about a conversation about Catholic fatherhood. We can all have to figure out our own way. But the one thing that God gives us is actually a blueprint for being a father after the father's own heart. And that blueprint is the the Beatitudes, the eight Beatitudes that Jesus gave us on the Sermon on the Mount. Now, you know, we, we... we have, I, think, I don't know, I'll, I'll speak my, for myself. Uh, we ha- I understand the commandments. You know, those are pretty cut and dried. Um, I struggle with the Beatitudes. The Beatitudes have always been some, you know, nice sayings of Jesus. Um, but, but hard to really understand, practically speaking, what, what does it really mean? Um, Pope Francis actually said that, that the Beatitudes are a blueprint for Christian living. Um, But as I prayed more about it, it really occurred to me, especially because so much of my time is spent with my family and and helping other families and my counseling work, um, that the Beatitudes are really a blueprint for Christian fatherhood in particular, that it reveals the heart of the Heavenly Father. The, The eight Beatitudes reveal the heart of the Heavenly Father. And give us a map for conforming our fatherhood to his. And so I want, in this Beatitudes series, I want to be talking about how each of the eight Beatitudes relate to fatherhood. Whether we're talking about blessed are the dads who are poor in spirit. Blessed are the dads who mourn. Blessed are the dads who are meek. Blessed are the dads who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Blessed are the dads who are merciful. Blessed are the dads who are pure in heart. Blessed are the dads who are peacemakers. And blessed are the dads who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness. You know, each of those beatitudes, beatitudes, teach us something about both spiritual and physical fatherhood. And I want to be able to walk through that with you in this series. Another thing that we're going to be doing uh, as we talk about Catholic fatherhood is I'll be introducing you to uh, something we call CatholicHOM.com, which is the first ever family online family formation forum. It's a, it's, a, it's a platform for families like yours and mine where we get together and really share uh, and learn and support each other in becoming dynamic domestic churches. You know, what's a domestic church? Does that mean that we 
have to have religious art all over the walls and make our homes look liturgical. No, it doesn't mean that at all. A church is an outpost of grace. A domestic church is where we make our homes outposts of grace in a hurting world. And as Catholic fathers, our main job is turning our homes into HOM, Catholic Households on Mission, dynamic domestic churches, outposts of grace in a hurting world. And when I say that, I think we automatically think of, oh, yes, so we can minister to other people, right, so that, so that other families can be blessed by us. Yes, but it has to start at home first. It has to start in the way we are establishing that grace in our households, how we as Catholic fathers are really facilitating that process by which God becomes the most important member of our family, and where we help our spouse and kids learn to relate to God as if he was the person who knows us best and loves us most. Because guess what? He is. Being a Catholic father really begins with that spiritual relationship with God, right? I can't be a father, a good father to anybody, spiritually or physically, unless I first have a sense of what it means to be a son of the Heavenly Father. How do I relate to God, my Father, so that I can grow up to be like Him one day? So as we go through the Beatitudes, each chapter in the book, and we'll talk about this in the podcast, actually breaks fatherhood down first into sonship, my relationship with my Heavenly Father. How do I use this particular bedatitude to go deeper in my father-son relationship with my Heavenly Father? How can I use this bedatitude to want to be a father like him? The second part of each chapter reflects a little bit on how this bedatitude relates to my marriage and how the particular beatitude orders my relationship with my wife uh, and challenges me to bring God's love to her. And then the last part of the chapter, of course, focuses, uh, last part of each chapter focuses on how I can apply this beatitude, this beatitude to my relationship with my kids. But it all begins with that spiritual sonship that I learn from being in constant communication with my heavenly father and then that spiritual fatherhood that I practice at every age and stage of life, whether I, I have children that I'm raising or not, by making sure that I'm the, the love that I receive in my father-son relationship with my heavenly father, I'm looking for ways to use everything God's given me, my, my time, my treasure, my talent, my abilities, my, my body, to work for the full flourishing of everybody that I encounter. And, and as we do that, then we're able to really connect with what it means to be a Catholic father. It doesn't mean doing certain projects or praying in a certain way or doing the things. You know, we're all really good at doing the things, but Jesus was kind of hard on people who just did the things, right? You know, what did he tell Martha? That, that Mary had chosen the better part. Here's, here's poor Martha running around doing all the stuff, doing all the things, doing all the projects. 
And then she's getting frustrated because Mary won't join her. Mary's too busy talking and relating to Jesus. And she complains. And Jesus says that Mary has chosen the better part. Well, you know, that's, even though that was between Martha and Mary, you know, I think, I think men can take a lesson from that. We're good at the project. We're good at the things. We're good at the doing. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's good. But it's the being that we really need to work at. It's the connecting. It's the relating. Again, that's where the feminine genius comes in. Not that women are automatically better at all that than men. There are a lot of women who are terrible at relationship. As a counselor, I, I know that. But on the whole, again, it, because women have a harder time, in fact, they have to actively reject that, that call to nurturance, that call to motherhood. Uh, they, have, they have to be hurt in some way that makes it impossible to relate to it. You know, that, that, that all circumstances being equal, their motherhood is, their, it's, that nurturance is it's just part of how they were created. Men have to look to women and learn from women so that we can experience that genius and realize that we find our being not in the doing, but in the being. We find, we find ourselves in the, the, the receiving of God's grace, the participation in a relationship with God, and then sharing that relationship with others. So in this first Bedatitudes podcast, I just really wanted to focus on what is the source of our fatherhood? What does it mean to be a Catholic dad, an awesome Catholic dad? Yes, it means being good at leading our family in the spiritual life. Yes, it means being an effective disciplinarian. Yes, it means being effective at, at creating a peaceful, orderly household. But those are all the things. And we can do all the things and still be a horrible father. We really can because I talk to lots of dads in my counseling practice who do all the things and whose kids still hate them, who do all the things and whose wives want to divorce them. Because it's not about the things. If you do all the things, but you don't have love, you're a noisy gong. And so having that relationship with our Heavenly Father first, reflecting on what it means to be a son of the Father and wanting to grow up to be just like Him, by living out those beatitudes in my relationship with everyone, that I meet, exercising my spiritual fatherhood, but then particularly with the wife that God gave to me and the children that God has given us, allows me to connect that up to my physical fatherhood as well. But however my fatherhood manifests itself, all of it is about experiencing God's grace first and then communicating that grace to others in relationship so that everything I do, the way I interact with you by bringing my gifts and my talents and my abilities and my body to this relationship is what enables me to be a father after the father's own heart. It's what enables me to be that awesome Catholic dad that we're all struggling to be. Some days we struggle harder than others, but that we are all striving for through God's grace. So I hope that you'll stay with me as we continue to explore what it means to be an awesome Catholic dad as we walk through the Beatitudes and also all the principles that are part of Catholic 
H-O-M, which stands for Catholic Households on Mission. If you're interested in learning more, by the way, about Catholic H-O-M, you can visit catholichom.com and check it out there. But I hope that you'll stick around and keep tuning in to the Catholic, excuse me, the, the Bedatitudes podcast. And let's end with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, teach me what it means to be a father after your own heart. First, help me to understand my relationship with you as my father. Help me to receive your love and to open my heart to your lessons. Help me to apply your teachings and the Beatitudes to all of my relationships, especially my relationship with my wife and my children. Make me a man after your own heart. Make me a father after your own heart so that I might be able to communicate your love and grace in all I do. St. Joseph, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Thanks for tuning in. God bless.